Welcome to this very special episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. This is our very special, very spoilerific, honest review of Captain America: Civil War. Civil War that we got to see, um, just like everybody last else. weekend. Yeah, I've, I've I've actually seen the movie three times now. Have you? I have. I've seen it twice. Saw it once online and twice in the theater. I watched it twice online the same day. So if you have not yet seen Captain America: Civil War, turn this episode off right now. Go watch it, and then come back to it once you've seen it. Um, we don't want to spoil it for anybody. Not that there's a whole lot to spoil, but there is still some juicy stuff in it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's get right in it. What were your first thoughts, Kyle, on Captain America Civil War? My first thoughts, it was a good movie. It wasn't... I liked it more than Batman Superman. Well, I think that was a given. <laughs> I would hope that's a given. But just like I said, Batman Superman, it wasn't a bad movie, it just wasn't a great movie. Yeah. Cap- Civil War was above a good movie, but it wasn't a great movie. Like, I didn't... Really? It, it didn't meet my expectations. Hmm. And I kind of discussed it on the show the other day, and I kind of expressed why I thought it was. And I think part of the reason is, is... we got to think, we've already watched Star Wars this year, we've watched... Deadpool. We've watched Batman, Superman. Yeah, we a lot. We have watched a lot in the last year or two. We have watched so many superhero movies. I, I think we're getting like jaded to them, like, like that that wow factor of like you know like, like when you saw Winter Soldier, like when you left the theater, you were like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like right. every and, and everybody was like, "Holy fuck!" It didn't matter. You didn't talk to a person that didn't dislike that movie. I actually was not a very big fan of Winter Soldier. Really? Yeah, I I really did not care for Winter Soldier. It was an okay movie. I, I felt like Winter Soldier very much like you feel about this film. It was an okay movie, but it didn't. It wasn't overwhelming. Like, it wasn't something I felt like, "Oh my god!" Like I've seen it twice and. One of those was online, or it was one of those was on like Cinemax, uh-huh. <clears throat> and I'm okay with that. Like it's not, it's not a movie that I like had to run out and own. It, now will I buy Civil War? Yes. See, I, I don't think will. I will. Like, like I'm so surprised I don't own Deadpool yet. <clears throat> well, Deadpool just came out on DVD yesterday. Oh, was it just yesterday? Or Tuesday? Sorry, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. But, I thought it was slow. Like, it started out, like, it started out, okay, they, they, they introduced it very fast, why Civil War initiated. Mm-hmm. They, you know what I mean, they, they initiated it quick that, that, you know, once, you know, once Scarlet Witch lifted him up and threw him into that building and it blew the top of that building off and, and that's when everybody realized, okay, everyone, you know, we're kind of out of control. Well, yeah, and it killed a bunch of Wakandans who were on a... Yeah, uh, but I mean, it initiated it very initi- yeah. initiated it very well, fast. What Kyle's referring to is in the beginning of the movie. The way the movie starts is, if you remember from um, uh, Winter Soldier, there Crossbones basically gets made in Winter Soldier and comes back in mm-hmm. Civil War. So Captain America is fighting Crossbones, who's um, I can't remember what they were after. They were after some like nuclear device, mm-hmm. and uh, basically he gets that and sets it off. As he's fighting Captain America, and Scarlet Witch like forms a force field around him and tries to control it, and starts lifting him up and can't, and it explodes and it blows the shit out of a building and kills yeah. a bunch of Wakandan refuge or Wakandan uh, peacekeepers that are are in 
the, that village. Which which I could see where they, you know, because, you know, like in the comic, remember, they blew up a school. Yeah. So they this in the movie, they blew up, peace, you know, like peacekeeper types, mm. and then now they're instead of a school. So I kind of get where the, and it was good. I was like, okay, good. You know what? They're they're right out of the gate. They're 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 just going with it. But what they did was they they got you out of the gate and then they and then they downshifted. Well, that was a whole like the the Wakanda thing was a nice touch is to introduce Black Panther. Like it was a, it gave Black Panther a reason to be there. Yes. Instead of just showing up, it gave him a reason to be there. And what I really enjoyed about that character is he was very much a rogue. He wasn't on Team Cap. He wasn't on Team. Iron Man. He was he, on team. He was on team Black Panther. Yes. He pretty much had an objective, and that's what he was going after. Like he wanted, yeah he he wanted to get payback. And the one of the most heartbreaking things about this movie, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but it's that I think the the final fight with Captain America in in Iron Man is heartbreaking, but it's heartbreaking because you realize how much of a scumbag Captain America is. Yes, he's not as good as he's made himself right. out to be. He's not the golden boy yeah. that he makes himself out to be. Because if you're familiar with Winter Soldier, the, the whole thing that stems this movie is that Winter Soldier killed Tony Stark's parents. And the final fight, Tony Stark finds out about yep. that. And, and that's what sets him off. But Captain America has known about this since the end of Winter Soldier. Because when... Uh, Black Widow declassified and, and gave out all of those shield and government secrets. Mm-hmm. She hands him that and says, once you see this, this is going to change your perspective on things. And then that's when the movie ended. And you can assume that it was the footage of Tony's, you know, being killed by Bucky. Yep. Tony's parents being killed by yep. Bucky. So, but, but then it kind of just switches gears and it kind of slows down. Yeah, with the whole, like, accord, the whole um, Accords thing, the... Um, can't think of the name of the fucking city now. It was on the top of my tongue. Zakovia. Yeah. Zakovia Accords. We're all basically it's the same thing as the Mutant Registration Act. They just yeah. don't call it not mutant, but Superhero Registration Act. They just don't call it the Superhero Registration Act. I just I just thought it, I think it's it's slowed down and then they tried to like to me and part of this is I think I watched it online. And every time I watch a movie online. I seem not to care much for it. So this might just be... I might be clouded by watching it. And I watched it twice. Don't get me... You know, I watched it before yeah. Free Comic Book Day and after Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. But it just... It did... Like, and I, maybe it's because I was so excited to see this movie. Like, you can listen to podcast after the podcast where I couldn't wait to see this. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the problem is I built it up huge... Well, I mean, I, I kind of agree. Like, after I watched it online first, because I watched it online Thursday morning, mm-hmm. because it's been out in overseas and in Europe and stuff for a week now yeah. before it came out over here in the U.S. Um, I watched it online, and then I was like, you know, I was kind of the same way. I was like, this is all right. It's not great. It's There's no way it's better than Ultron. I was like, but Black Panther and Spider-Man steal the show. Mm-hmm. But there's no way it's better than Ultron. And then I went and saw it in the theaters, and I was like, all right, I was wrong. This movie is way better than Ultron. And it, it, it's a lot better watching it online, or watching it in the theaters than online. The one big gripe I had wasn't even with the story. It was with the fucking letters when they went to a new city, Berlin, and how they were so fucking huge across right? the screen. Like, why couldn't you do them small? And, like, 
you know, annotations or something. It, like, you didn't have to fucking do it huge across the screen. I wondered why they did that. I like, was, it took up everything. It would have been cooler if they would have did it like how they used to do it in Fringe. Yeah. That would have been cooler, though. But I... And then what it does, it just seems like it putts along. For, yeah. It, like, it, it, it has a good scene in the beginning, and then it kind of putts along from the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then once... Once it gets a right around the time of Spider-Man, that's when it, the whole movie picks back up. And it's like, what, the last, like, 45 minutes, the last 40 minutes are really good. Well, I think the Russo brothers tried to keep that same feel that uh, Winter Soldier had in the first half of this movie, the espionage feel. Uh-huh. Because when they go to the Sokovia Accords and then uh, they set off the bomb that kills Black Panther's father... Uh, King T'Chunga mm-hmm. um, that's what really sets this movie in motion and that's why Black Panther kind of has that vendetta against Bucky and you you go then you it switches directions to alright so Captain America is going to try and find Bucky now to get him out of there and he finds him and then Bucky says well I didn't do this he doesn't know who did it and he's basically public enemy number one without doing it so Captain trusts him and he's trying to protect him and keep Black Panther away from him, and that kind of starts that whole like fight scene in the in the uh, tunnel which, and all that, which was kind of bland to me. Like it wasn't a very. It looked a lot good... cooler in the trailers. Yes, it was like when I watched it, I was like, "All right," it just it just seemed like it like like you were, you were trying to put it in the third gear. It was trying. You could tell the whole movie was mm-hmm. was trying to move, and they maybe they did it to make it this allotted amount of time. Yeah. But once, I mean, once he, once you see Marissa Tomei, the, pretty much after that, the movie's pretty good. Yeah, they really, uh, that, you gotta admit that that fucking bike stunt with Bucky was fucking cool. Where he picks, where he kind of picks it up and he puts it back down and gets on it, that one? Well, like he throws the dude off of it and it kind of like spins and jumps on it as it's spinning and then I thought it like off. came up. Oh like yeah, he kind of just like throws it under him and then keeps going. Yeah. That was pretty dope. But, the, like... To me, when the okay, so tell me, I want to know your thoughts on this. The part at the top where Bucky kills all those people, and then goes to get, he gets like brainwashed again and breaks out of she and breaks out of uh, where he's being held when they're interviewing him. Mm-hmm. When uh, uh, God, I can't think of the fucking villain's name now. Son of a bitch, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Zeno, Zeno, Captain dude. Zeno, the dude who wears the purple mask in the comics, but he. He wasn't in the... Um, I think it's Captain Zeno. Yeah. I'm not... I forget uh, now, too. I can't fucking think of his name. I'm going to look this up real quick. But, um... Like I was saying, uh... When he basically uses the... Oh, when they're trying... When they're introducing that book. Yeah. And they're, they, and they're, and they're re-saying the words that initiate him. So that it's other Bucky? Yeah. Um, Actually, so it's Winter Soldier. Yeah, so it's Winter Soldier. When basically he makes him, uh, he makes a Winter Soldier again. When he gets in that, that helicopter and tries to take off, uh-huh. and Cap grabs the helicopter, oh, and he's yeah. pulling it away. He's flexing. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> pulling it back to um, back to the building. Doesn't it kind of look like something that uh, uh, Rob Liefeld drew? His one bicep is, like, massive. Right? <laughs> and his other arm is, like, super, like, displaced. And, 
and weird looking. And, and I know it's just the way the camera angle is. Um, yeah, because it made, it made the one arm that was holding the, like, the, I think the brick, it made him look, like, super huge. Yeah. Like, it was, like, like massive. Yeah. I think it was a camera angle. I did notice that, too. I was like, Jesus Christ, these fucking, fucking Popeye arm and shit. Right? And I was like, dude, like, that's... Oh, it's Baron Zemo. So, yeah, so Baron Zemo is who I was thinking of. But uh, he... When he basically, yeah, like reprograms Bucky, uh-huh. um, that that part was really weird to me. Uh, just the the fucking bicep thing killed me. <laughs> but um, I don't know. And then, kind of the whole thing is, you know, it it stuck to the comic close enough, but it didn't have the same like epicness to epic, it. Epic like history changing feel that the comic did. Because Civil War plays a big part in changing the Marvel landscape, and it's still even have effects that you feel today. And it was huge, and it was everybody, and it was yeah. massive. Right, and this was like two teams that... Um, it was like... I read it online. It was like... They called it the like the war on a budget or something, or or they, they called it like uh, the civil scuffle. Yeah. Because it was... It was only a few people. Right. And I think that's part of what got to me, too, is, is I was saying this on the other show, was it was Civil War, that book was, a like, you couldn't believe you read the book so fast. It was so involved. There was so much going on. There were so many different people going on. And you have here, you only have, like, eight people. And I don't think Civil War is done. I think that that part of it is done, but I think you're going to feel the effects in it in going into Infinity Wars. They're not calling it that anymore. Right, they're changing the name of it, but they already said there's going to be like 60-some heroes in that movie, or or Marvel characters. So I think you're going to feel the effects on that in the first part of that movie, like episode one. one, Mm -hmm. You're going to see people having to choose a side, whether they're going to be on the registration side or they're going to be, you know, um, basically outlaws. So you think they're going to... The reason they're not doing it is Infinity Wars. You think they're going to intertwine Thanos into more of the Civil War? I'm thinking that Thanos is going to come in and slow play his master plan throughout Infinity Wars Part 1. I'm just going to call it that because we don't have a new name for it yet. Infinity Wars Part 1. And that's going to be a lot, still a lot of feeling the effects of Civil War and the, the, the fall, or, you know, split between... Tony and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the group on Iron Man's side that are playing by the book and then the, the ones that are on Cap's side where they're kind of off the grid. Because even though, like, Jessica Jones, um, Luke Cage, Daredevil, these these Netflix shows aren't tie, aren't in the MCU, they're tied to it. They mention it. They reference it. They're, it's the There's same. pictures of it. There's, right. They yeah. have felt the effects of it. So where does it put them in this? Are they outlaws with Captain America or are they registered? Like it, it would be nice if we saw Charlie Cox playing Daredevil in, like the yeah, next it would be sim- awesome. Like Infinity Wars, yeah, it would be awesome. But I don't know that's gonna happen. Probably but not. Like I said, I think that Infinity Wars is going to like slow play Thanos in the first movie, and it's gonna be he's gonna be the direct reason why once he assembles the Infinity Gauntlet, he's gonna be the direct reason why both sides have to come together to basically with the Guardians of the Galaxy to fight him off in um, in part two 
because that brings Strange into it. That brings Captain Marvel into it. Uh, Miss Marvel. That brings um, all these new characters that they're going to be introducing into this. Plus ones they introduce for it'll the movie. Be, it'll be the most expensive made movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be massive. I mean, because... Just to have... I mean, just say if they had 60 people. Yeah. Just the amount of... It would just be insane. It would, it would probably be the, like that... It would probably be like tied with like Avatar for most expensive movie well, made. Well, that's, that's what the Russo brothers said is that this movie is going to have the most collective number of Marvel characters we've seen in a movie yet, and they were trying to do like sixty some characters. So, you end up having to be like three movies. <laughs> I, I don't know, but you know it. I, that's what I'm thinking is that because they've hinted that Civil War isn't done yet, so I'm thinking that you're going to feel the effects of it in a good portion of Infinity Wars Part One. Um, but. Really, the like the the show stealer for this was Black Panther. The costume was awesome. The yes. fact that it was interlaced with uh, vibranium, awesome. E- everything about Pl- Black Panther was awesome. Yeah, he, <clears throat> the dude who played him, fucking, I, like, I can't wait to see the Black Panther standalone movie now. Yeah, like, I almost picked up the comics yesterday. Yeah, because I think issue two came out on Wednesday. So I almost picked that up, and then they also had a uh, repr- second print of issue one. I was like, fuck, I'm, but I might have Black Panther. But I was like, fuck, I'm going to try this. Like, I have been, like, he, I, I am down with Black Panther. I think he's fucking awesome. And he plays a major, a major part in this movie. Like, you thought it was just going to be, like, a couple cameos here, a couple cameos there. Yeah. He plays a huge part he's in, most in of the this movie. movie. Like. He he's kind of when they, when you first meet him when he's talking to Black, Black Widow, you can kind of tell he's against the accords. Mm-hmm. He's not for the accords. He's not a politician, at all, and he hates politics, and that's why he kind of has his own agenda. He teams with Iron Man because it's against Bucky because Bucky yes. supposedly killed his father, but he's not really on either side. He's he's got his own agenda that he's working towards. What did you think of Ant Man in this movie? I loved him. I was just about to say the what's made this movie for me was the secondary characters that only had small parts. Mm-hmm. That whole 30 minutes with Hawkeye, Spider-Man, um, Ant-Man, that made the movie for me. Especially Hawkeye. Like, Hawkeye was really good in this movie. Um, the Ant-Man was really good. I like the surprise reveal of Giant Man. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, and <clears throat> the the jokes were fun. Um, I loved the the bro-hate-mans between Bucky and Falcon. Yeah. The, when they're sitting in the car and can you move your seat up? No. And he moves to the other side of the car. And then that really like awing embrace they give Cap when he finally kisses uh, Sharon Carter or Shannon Carter. Um, which and I'm surprised he didn't go. Andy's. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't decide to like have her kill him at the end of the movie like they did in, in the comics but whatever. That's for another time, right? Right. Um, yeah, I like their, their bro hate mans and I really like Spider-Man, dude. That... The like new that, kid. that kid who's playing Spider-Man. I was skeptical at first, and too. he's fucking crushed it. He crushed it. I've heard people say, well, Peter Parker... What What, what I think is funny is that I hear people that are, have said, like, Peter Parker is awkward, but Spider-Man's not supposed to be awkward. No, Spider-Man was very awkward. Yeah. He was very... He nailed the, the whole, like, the whole thing. Like, when he was... When he was wall-crawling, chasing them on the, the airport... I was like, fuck, this is Spider-Man right here. 
And then when he lands and does the very Spider-Man pose, and he was like, oh, nice tech. And, like, analyzing, <laughs> when he's analyzing uh, Falcon's pack, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that's fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. I like it. And it's like, he's like, you fought before, right? You yeah. Know, I, it, I, I liked how they made... Yeah. If you ever, like, I liked <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Yeah. But now... The, that small part that he played in Civil War, what's his name? Um, Tom, Tom something. The fucking kid nailed it. Yeah. Like, like I was a true, like, I was bummed that Andrew Garfield was not going to be doing another Spider-Man movie. Uh-huh. Now I'm fucking glad. I'm fucking super glad that they have replaced him with that fucking kid. I liked him. I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I did, too. Up until this kid. <laughs> And you know what I really, really gets me is the guy's voice. Like, when I hear it, I, it, it really makes me think of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know what it is about his Tom voice. Holland is his name. Well, when, I, when you first hear it in the, the trailer where he's like, hi, everyone, I was like, dude, this voice is not, does not fit at all. But when he actually, like, gets into it and he's like, dude, you have a metal arm? That's awesome. <laughs> like, that's, yep, okay, there yeah. it is. And when he's, like, talking about the tech, and then he's like, I don't know if you've ever fought before, but there's not much talking. He's like, oh, shit, my bad, and takes off. Right. But, um, and then when he's trying to arrest him, when he's, like, riding on Falcon, and he's, like, (laughs) reading him his Miranda rights. (laughs) That was, that was funny. And I really liked his, uh, his analogy to when they're fighting, uh, Giant Man to the Empire Strikes Back. That old ass, that old movie? That really old movie. (laughs) And, and, uh, then War Machine's like, how old is this kid, Tony? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't carbon date him. <laughs> but, um. And then Marissa Tomei. Oh, my as God. As May, Yeah. Like, soon, I think in the next movie, she's going to be, like, 15. <laughs> right. <laughs> they actually have that meme where it shows uh, the Tobey Maguire one, Aunt May, and then the um, Andrew Garfield one, where it's Sally Fields, <laughs> uh-huh. and then this one. And then it says, uh, the next Spider-Man one, and Spider-Man's an infant, and Aunt May's a teenager. <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> Marissa Tomei's hot. But, um. Yeah, I'm super so stoked for Homecoming now. Tom Holland killed it as Spider-Man. Yes. I, I, one of my favorite parts is his actual reaction when, when uh, Ant-Man turns into Giant Man, and he's like, holy shit, you know? <laughs> that, that was a lot of fun. And when he's... Yeah, that whole fight scene at the airport was totally worth it. It really... I Honestly, I believe that that scene saved Civil War for me. I that, I'll agree. That, that kept it... This is a this is a good movie. This is a really good movie. I yeah. I liked it. It wasn't like I don't give it like a seventy like a seven point five. I give it more of an eight because of that scene. That scene saved it for me. Yeah. It, my thing is that it, with this movie is it was more. I don't think Civil War is a fitting title for it. I think it should have been called Civil Conflict <laughs> or Scuffle. Yeah, it was more of a conflict. It wasn't. You didn't have the epic, like, the epicness of, yeah, yeah. of Civil War. It didn't have the... This movie doesn't have the same effect Because in the comic, it was a it was a war. It was right. a, a it huge was a, event. It was People died. It was... Like, in this one, the only one who died was Peggy Carter. And I like how they used the speech that Captain America gives Spider-Man in the comics mm-hmm. to have um, her niece give at her funeral to kind of make Captain America, to reassure him that... He needs to stand where he stands and fight the good fight and fight what he believes in and not what Tony is trying to get him to do. I was kind of hoping, though, that Spider-Man would actually reveal himself. Like, 
Yeah. Like, because that was, when you were reading that and the you were like, oh, shit. Right. But the, this movie didn't set that up for that it one. Didn't, it didn't. So it, it it's not really a direct, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're deciding to listen to this anyways, it, it's not a direct reflection of the comic book. It mm. takes bits and pieces, but makes it its own thing. And As all these movies right. do. That's and which makes me think that this is you're still going to feel the effects of this going forward. It's not going to just be done here in, in Captain America Civil War. It's going to spill over into um, Avengers Infinity Wars. Which Marvel's been really good about that in their MCU is, is everything kind of references each other. So mm-hmm. this happens. So, you know what I mean? As you're watching these movies, after you've spent all these years watching these movies... You see how they're they've they've all been tied together. There's yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how it spills over into like Thor Ragnarok and see how the effects play out in that if they mention that at all. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it spills over into Homecoming that comes out next year. It'll be interesting to see how it spills over into Doctor Strange if it does that comes out this fall. Um, so I mean, you've got so many more more things that it can spill over into to but, see how far it carries. But now I know why they bumped up Spider Man because. <laughs> the fan reaction dude yeah. if, like I said if Fox does not come to the table after um after the Spider-Man thing and how much money Sony's set to make it's gonna be a travesty because yeah. they're stupid if they don't that's all I'm gonna say and it would be cool if they don't do his backstory they're not going to. That's awesome. The it's going to be referenced, and that's it. Like, it's not going to be... So it's it's just... It's already going to be moving along. He's yep. got... He's going to have Tony Stark tech. Yep, it's going to probably pick up right where Civil War. That'll be good, because they introduced him. We know. We know what happens to him. We know why he is who he mm-hmm. is. And just to have him out of the gate fucking doing what he needs to do is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. But, um... But this movie, like the airport scene was good. It was filled with a lot of of hidden things. Like the Giant Man thing was kind of talked about, but nobody could actually confirm it. And mm-hmm. then it was nice to see that. Um, like I said, the, I, I don't feel like Baron Zemo was as threatening in this movie as he is in the comic books. Um, I feel like he was kind of underwhelming and underutilized. Um, Crossbones, it was a nice touch to have him in the movie, but he almost didn't really serve a purpose. <laughs> because he was only in there for a short period of time. Um, the final scene, man, with with uh, Iron Man, when he pr- pretty much figures out that it wasn't Bucky, when they figure out that he was framed, and he goes to the, the prison cell and, you know, the, the high-tech prison where they're holding Hawkeye and Ant-Man mm-hmm. and, and all of them. It, he's talking to Clint, and Clint Barton's like, you're going to get stabbed in the back. You picked the wrong side. He's like, your, your ego and arrogance is, is blinding you to where you picked the wrong side. And I like his interaction with Ant-Man where Ant-Man was like, uh, Hank Pym was right, you can't trust the Stark. And, and Tony was like, who are you again? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, that whole thing with Falcon where he was like, if you're going to go, go as a friend and not try to apprehend him. And that, that whole thing, man, was super heartbreaking because you could tell when they're fighting at the airport, they're, they're pulling their punches. They don't want to be fighting yeah. each other. But that final scene, man, when when uh, Zemo shows Tony that Bucky's responsible for killing his parents as the Winter Soldier, because they go to the facility because he Bucky tells them there's other Winter Soldiers. By the time you get there, Zemo's killed them already. So yeah. it would have been cool to have, like explore that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a little rushed. I did too. I felt um, like I felt like they were setting something up to not to not do anything with it. Yeah. 
and then they get there, and then he sees the footage, and then the the real fight starts. Yeah. And that that scene where like they're bashing in Captain America, like passing the shield back and forth and stuff, and Cab is not pulling his punches anymore. Like he is mm-hmm. just laying into Tony, and then when Tony's like, "All right, let's kick his fucking ass," and he actually takes the time to like try track his his fight patterns and his punch patterns. Yep. And then he starts blocking everything and beating the shit out of Captain America. Like, that to me was heartbreaking. <laughs> because, not just that, because you, you feel for Tony, but you you realize how much of a, a scumbag Captain America is. Yes. Because he could have told Tony this entire time. and Like, I want to know how that's going to portray over... Because that's something that's going to be looming Yeah. now from here on out. I mean, if there's... Anytime that they're together, that's something that's going to be looming. I wonder how right. they're going to, how they're going to bury that hatchet, so to speak. And I like how they mentioned that you know Tony and Pepper Potts are having issues, and that's why she's not in the movie. And I like. I think they just ran out of money. Maybe or <laughs> well, that CGI job they did on him to make him look so much younger. It's crazy. Uh, it was so good. <laughs> there's a thing on Facebook I saw that that's, that explains how they did that. That's so crazy how well they did that man. He looks so young. Should have been better if they would have did him like young to the point of where like it was a uh, weird science young. Yeah, I think that would have been kind of cool. But um, yeah, that that scene like you said was super heartbreaking with, with you when you know the Captain America scumbag. And then when he finally fucking slams his mm-hmm. fucking shield into him. Yeah, to destroy the the reactor. You and know, I and I liked that you got the iconic comic book scene where. Cap's blocking him and he's using his beams on the shield. Like, that was fucking awesome. Yes. Like, I squealed like a little girl. When I, saw that. <laughs> I was like, yeah! I like when he's, you don't deserve that shield. Yeah, and Cap dropped. He's like, my dad made that shield. You don't deserve that shield. And Cap drops it and walks off. Yep. And now he's just going to be Colonel Steven Rogers. I was like, oh shit, he really yeah. fucking chose. Yeah, Bucky. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Scumbag Captain America, man. Hey, man, that guy did a lot for him, though. He did. They're best friends, you know? Yeah, that dude had his back forever. What are you going to do? He, he trusts him, and now he's got to help clear his name, you know? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think in retrospect Cap planned for any of that. It's just the cards that were dealt, and he just kind of went with it. But Yeah. Um, and, you know, and he kind of says that when you get to the end of the movie and, and he writes that letter to Tony when Tony's back at Avengers Tower. and and um, Well, we forgot, before we go there, we forgot the whole roadie thing, the whole... Where he gets paralyzed. Oh, yeah. Where Vision... You can see the budding relationship between Vision and Wanda start in this movie. Yes. And when he, like, becomes distracted and goes to blast Falcon out of the sky, but hits Rhodey instead. And he control dives and basically breaks his back. And then, Tony Stank. Tony Stank. <laughs> but, yeah, you... when So, back to what I was saying, when Captain America writes that letter to him and sends it to him when he's at the Avengers What was the phone? Base. What? The phone. The phone. Oh, it's so he can call Captain America. Oh, really? Because he says, well, that's right, you said you're switched to Spanish. Yes, the end of mine switched to Spanish. So basically when he gets a letter, he's explaining to, to Tony why he did what he did and that he's sorry for it and then he feels really bad, but this is, the, this is why he had to do it. Yeah. And he basically it sets that the Avengers are split into two teams. You have the sides that are with Captain America, mm-hmm. and then you have the sides that he breaks out of the prison, Hawkeye, Ant-Man... All of those guys. Um, and he's like, you're right where you belong back at the, with the uh, Avengers. 
um, I can't be there anymore. And he's like, the but Avengers are really <clears throat> yours. Yeah. And they're your family. He's like, but if you ever need us, we're only a call away. And that's what the phone was for. Oh. It's to a direct line to him. Um, so, and that's where that ends. And then you have the, the after credit scenes where Bucky decides to go back under because he's, a, he's still a threat. All that was in Spanish. <laughs> Yeah, well, so he loses his arm in the movie, yeah. and then he goes back under because he doesn't want to be a threat anymore. And he's at Black Panther's facility. Yeah, and he's at the facility in Wakanda. And Captain America walks up to him, and he says, um, you know they're going to come for him. And Black Panther says, let him come. And then they show Wakanda for the first time, yeah. which everyone's been waiting for. Now, I thought in the other ones that Captain America's shield was made out of something different than they're saying it it's is. It's made now. out of a mixture of vibranium and animantium. But they didn't use, used to say vibranium before. They can't say animantium because it's technically owned by X-Men. It's owned by Fox. But in the other movies, I thought they did. Like in uh, Captain America, the it's first... vibranium. Even in the first Captain America? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. It's, well, the first Captain America was set World War II, so it wasn't an actual vibranium shield. It wasn't made out of vibranium until um, uh, Avengers. But I thought they called it anime. They called it, a car- they called it a carbon fiber alloy or something like that in the first one. And then Avengers, it was vibranium. Because I was like, I don't remember them fucking saying all this before. Yeah, because... Because I remember in the beginning of Captain America when he was dancing and stuff in the first one, it was, yeah. it was just a fake shield. Mm-hmm. But, but I, thought, I thought I thought he went in there and Stark was in there and he was making it. And he, mm-hmm. that you're thinking of Iron Man uh, one where they had the it was either one or two where they had the hidden scene where it was like half a cap shield. Is that what it was? Yeah, he used it to prop up a machine when he was trying to make the Iron Man outfit. Oh, um, but yeah, I forgot what we were talking about now. I was talking about the vibranium. No, oh, yeah. That it was... I just don't remember them using it so much until, yeah. like, these last two movies. Oh, the other thing that killed me is that um, Claw. Claw is the one that kills King T'Chaka in the comics. Uh-huh. And he was in Age of Ultron, but he didn't kill him in Civil War. And I wonder why they went that route. Mm. I guess it's more powerful and gives a Black Panther a reason to be in it. It does. When you kill him that the way they did in Civil War, but... It would have been because it gave him this whole initiative because he's because he saw it he right. saw Bucky right who he thought was Bucky mm. well no he, he like saw then, the van in the no well, he saw him walking away oh did he I must yeah, have missed that part when he's he's look because he's looking out the window and that's when he goes oh and he and he sees him and he sees him walk off and he sees everybody else kind of like well because I when I I remember like he looks at the van and it shows the, the like bomb simming dog and the guy's like get away there's a bomb in here and then it fucking he like dives to like shield his dad and it explodes oh you know what my version was fuzzy maybe that's how I interpreted but, it but yeah it was two like security guards but um cause I thought he knew pretty quick that it was Bucky without mm-hmm. like I don't remember him seeing it on TV like I yeah, thought yeah it wasn't until they released the images like I thought he was looking down and he's seen all that yeah, happen yeah no. But um, but yeah. So you got the the Wakanda first images of Wakanda. Yeah. And then you got the Spider Man, Homecoming, preview at the very end credit where didn't see that. You didn't see that, really. It, it's not much. It's uh, him in his bed and his, and Aunt May's like, "Are you okay?" 
And he's like, yeah, I got in a fight with a guy named Steve. And he was like, oh, is Steve a bully at school? And he's, she's like, no, it's a guy from Brooklyn. And he was like, uh, I hope you got a couple good looks. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got a couple good in. And then, like, she leaves and he, like, looks. He's like, this fucking web shooter's itchy. And he's itching it. And then, it, like, shoots this, like, Spider-Man, like, symbol on the ceiling with all these other things around it. Um, and then it, it ends and it's like Spider-Man will return. Oh, uh, no. So. See, it only got as far as them in Wakanda. So it sounds like you need to go watch in the theaters, Kyle. Sounds like I need to watch in the theaters. But, um... Overall, it was an okay movie. What would your overall score be for Captain America Civil War? Uh, I give it an 8. I'm going to go 8-5. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was just slow. I thought it just... I thought too much of the movie putted along. But the scenes that were good, were good. Yeah, I give it an 8-5 because it wasn't the massive scale that I would like it to be. It wasn't the massive scale that Civil War should have been. A movie like titled Civil War should have been. Um, but it was still good. It still had effects that are going to be felt through the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh-huh. to come. And I still think it's going to spill over into to Infinity Wars. Um, I, you know, you're going to see, I think Infinity Wars, you're going to see a lot of the secret Avengers led by Steve Rogers. Not Captain America, but Steve Rogers. And then uh, I think he'll return to the, the Stars and Stripes in part two. To help fight Thanos, when everything has to, when everyone has to come together. I mean, what is your honest opinion, though? Do you really think that they're pumping these movies out to? I, do I think I personally think we're being inundated. Marvel, no. Um, they have so many creative people working on these movies, and they have so many. But we're still like, being scripts. inundated with movies. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many. That's that's yeah. the point I'm getting across. Like, but it's it's what people want, though. Like they're huge grossing, but. Other than superhero movies, what is Hollywood? Hollywood is nothing but remakes and superhero movies. I, I was hearing an interview with Rob Reiner where he was actually bitching about that. Yeah, I would rather watch a superhero movie than a remake of Point Break or a remake of Interview with a Vampire or a remake of fucking Jumanji. I, I agree with you, but I just think... I, look how many we're going to have in 2016 alone. Yeah. It's a lot. But... Can you remember the last time you actually said, man, that Marvel movie sucked? I'm talking Marvel Studios, not Fox, not Sony. I'm talking... No, no, they're, they're good at making movies. They are. Mm-hmm. They make good movies. I just think they're making... We're just getting too many of them. I think the last one I can remember that was maybe a little bit lackluster was Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man was good. It was good, but it wasn't like... I thought Ant-Man was kind of like Civil War. There was a little too much... Set up, yeah. For me, like I would have liked mm-hmm. a little more, but I, I thought it was good. But I kind of understood with Ant Man because they were introducing to the cinematic, to the moviegoer, they were introducing right. a brand new character. Right, and he's not an A plus character either. He's kind of a support character, yeah. and that's. But that's one thing that I take away from Civil War that I really really liked is that this movie was constant conflict throughout the entire movie. It was constant action. There was always two characters in that on screen in conflict with each, with each other that entire movie. One way it or another. It wasn't like Batman Superman where it, the, you got the majority of the conflict in the last five minutes of the movie. You know, the whole Batman's fight was a whole ten minutes long. Yeah. It, it was this whole two-hour and 23-minute movie was conflict. 
and I thought there was a lot of slowness to it though. At the beginning, yeah, when they're trying to like going back and forth about the whole Zakovia Accord thing or Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. whether to sign it or not. But once that once they blew up the embassy, and King Tachaka died, it was all rolling from there on, and I I really enjoyed that. As but, far, but like you said, as far as pumping things out too quick, uh, I think DC's trying too hard to keep up. Now. Well, they've really only come out with one movie. But, right, but they... <laughs> I mean, you can't, it's not even a competition But yet. they're trying to do in one movie what Marvel did over years. Yes, they. that's that's why I was saying before, they tried to do an infomercial. They, right. They tried to set their whole cinematic universe. They did it in one two-hour blast instead mm-hmm. of over eight movies. Right. Instead of over a few years of movies. But I, I, I just... I just like, how many movies, superhero movies are coming out this year? Six? Let's see. We had... We have Deadpool, Deadpool to start. Superman, Batman. Superman, Batman. Civil War. Civil War. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. We're going to have Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. We're going to have Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That's and, six. And in between that, we're going to have Ninja Turtles. I wouldn't count Ninja Turtles as a superhero, though. But it's a comic-based movie. I'll give you that, but I wouldn't Okay, so we're having at least six superhero yeah. movies in one year. Mm-hmm. How many superhero movies were last year? Um, last year, what did we have? We had... Um, wasn't Age of Ultron last year? Was yeah. Age of Ultron last year? No. I think that was the year before. We had Ant-Man. Um, uh, fuck. The, exactly. There was a couple... Last year, well, we had Star Wars. See, I count Star Wars as this year because well, it, was, it was right at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, but it was yeah, but technically because um, it was it was like the second to, it was right before Christmas. Yeah, I know I know other movies came out last year that we're forgetting. Superhero movies came out last year, um, but I just I can only think of Ant Man off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> let's see, we have the power of the internet. Let's check this out. But that's what I'm saying though. Is it's. 2015. I just maybe I don't know. I just think they're they just they're pump. I think just like anything that you get in huge doses, after a while, it's gonna lose Uh its. So we had um, continue what you were saying. I didn't mean to cut you off. We had just like with anything that you get in large doses, you stop caring about it a lot. Yeah. Anything that you get in large doses, and and the the only way they keep up is to make them bigger and better and faster and stronger. And I think they're going to put themselves into a corner. Yeah. Um, so last year we had Avengers: Age of Ultron, Ant Man, Fantastic Four, which doesn't count. Um. Because <laughs> nobody went and seen that. That is all of the superhero movies for last year. So we had three. Three. So it's doubled. It, mm. it, it doubled. Yeah. And like Fantastic Four, I don't even count because it, I finally watched that movie and it's fucking garbage. Yeah, and it was terrible. So you pretty much had two superhero movies last year. So if you think about it like that, it's tripled. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm glad I get to go see these movies, but I would rather them be... Not bulked into one, one year. Yeah. Um, next year we're getting Wolverine. 
Let's see. Yeah, okay. So next year, 2017, you have Power Rangers, Thor Ragnarok, Justice League Part 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, Wolverine Part 3, Kingsman Golden Circle, Transformers 5, Lego Batman, Gambit. They're not doing Gambit. Um, okay, so Gambit got pushed back. Gambit got pushed back. Um, Spider-Man... Um, Homecoming, and then rumored New Mutants. So, so that's man. like 10 next summer. That's a fucking lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. I agree. I guarantee by 2018 people are going to be fucking tired of seeing movies. <laughs> but then 2018 comes along and you've got, you know, Avengers Infinity Wars. Woo! Woo! But, um, but yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go eight five on this movie. Like I said, it was good. It was action packed. I, I I saw quite a few stumbling blocks in it, but overall it was it was it was a it was a good movie. Which once again, Marvel doesn't disappoint. They just stumbled. I just I just truly believe that if you are writing on a deadline, I just don't believe you can you're not writing to your full potential well and it's kind of like the Russo brothers said is that they when they were in pre post-production on Captain America Civil War they were writing Avengers Infinity Wars and Infinity Wars is going to start shooting in November and they're shooting them back to back so it's both movies back to back so they've had a lot of time to, to write it plan it rewrite mm-hmm. it I think just when you go okay we're going to write this we're, like, like Spider-Man I mean how fucking quick are they writing that movie they, they had to have written it quick to be able to start already getting it to the point to start shooting well, it. Well, Marvel's real quick about... Marvel has made no mista- no like query about hiding the fact that they've had a plan for Spider-Man under them for years. And that they mm. put that plan into place as soon as Sony agreed to the deal. So yeah. they had it waiting in the wings, you know? It wasn't just like... They knew the, the team they wanted, they knew who they wanted, and they went out and got it. So it might be more planned than... But um, who knows? I just I don't know. I think they just might be getting rushed. Yeah. Because yeah. now they're on deadlines. Like you mean like Guardians of the Galaxy? They. I'm sure when that one was written, there was no expectation for it. It was freely written. Well, he started writing right after Guardians One. That's blew what, no, up. I'm talking originally Guardians Galaxy. Yeah. He, he. It was easy for him to write that one. Right, because nobody really knew Guardians. There was really no expectation. Yes. But now there's surprising. a lot of expectation to it. Like, I bet she's had a fucking dick of a time. And we'll see how much it changes from the first one. But hopefully he knows? keeps. I hope it's di- different than the first one. I hope he doesn't follow the same. Yeah. Formula. Yes. But all right, I guess that's a good place to end this episode. Forty-seven minutes into talking about Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> you can tell that Kyle and I agree on a lot, and we disagree on a lot <laughs> about this movie. Um, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear what your thoughts on Captain America Civil War was. Let us know in uh, on Facebook or Twitter um, or in the comment sections on SoundCloud. Let us know what you thought of Captain America Civil War. We are very excited to hear your thoughts on the process. Um, and as always, remember that you can like and subscribe to us on Facebook, SoundCloud, um, Podbean, Overcast, iTunes. Download us on iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. <clears throat> we definitely appreciate your 
your comments and shout outs on Facebook. Uh, we love when the fans reach out to us. We like interacting with them. Um, we appreciate everyone who's already done so. We appreciate everyone that talks to us on Twitter. Um, we appreciate pretty much everyone. If you like our show and you want to donate to us, we do have a Patreon. You can donate to um, patreon.com slash absolutegeek. All of your money goes to helping us do equipment, um, T-shirts, um, hopefully bumper stickers here hopefully soon. eventually new chairs. Stuff, <laughs> chairs, stuff for the studio, stuff for us to give to you when we see you. I need a new jelly chair. At conventions. Um, none of that mo- money goes to funding conventions. We... Whenever we cover conventions for the podcast, we are fully self-funded. We, we fund our own way, or we just don't go. Um, but yeah, if you want to, if you can't donate, but you want to donate once, you can do so through PayPal, at AbsoluteGeekPodcast at Gmail dot com, or if the only way you can really support the show is by leaving us a review on iTunes, we appreciate that and too. Spreading the word and spreading the word, hitting that share button, that like and that like button, and share on Facebook and Twitter, spreading the word. In the love of the Absolute Geek Podcast, we definitely appreciate that. Um, yeah, hopefully Jose will be back with us at some point. We wish he could have been here to do this review, but um, we don't know what's the, going on. The psychedelics haven't yeah, wore he, off yet. He has still, not. He still has not come down from his high. He's still under the park bench. So once he returns, um, we'll get his thoughts quickly on it, or he'll lead, light him up on Twitter or something. But. Uh, yeah, we want to thank you for listening to this special episode of the Absolute Podcast, our very honest, very spoilerific review of Captain America Civil War. And we will see you next time. <laughs>